Hey, gays and ghouls. I'm Sean Reedy. And I'm Katie Toole. And this is Friday Night Frights. And this is our mini-sode review of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is, if you listen to our last episode about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974, is at least the third or fourth movie that is just called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Yep, sure is. They just keep doing Um, this to us. Because why not? Um, not? What I appreciate, though, is that they're not calling it the Texas Chainsaw Massacre because everyone knows that the original is the the Texas Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. I like that. I like that. They dropped the... They just dropped the the. (laughs) the. I mean, we had one that just dropped the massacre, so... (laughs) (laughs) Next one's just going to be Don't know why we're going (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. Texas. Is there a chainsaw? You didn't know that. You didn't even know there was a massacre going on. But here's Texas. This could have been about. This could have been about anything. It could have been about like you know. I don't even know where. What is what is there? In, what is in there in Texas? Cattle it could have been about it, trucks, uh, spitting, tobacco. Um, I don't know. Now I'm being stereotypical. Um, <laughs> like just the people in the movies so yeah uh as usual sean and i have both watched this we watched it separately but we have not actually said anything to each other about it no we have not i did accidentally let something slip real quick right before we were recording i'm assuming you caught it but i don't know if you did or not. i did but i just i chose okay. to i chose to ignore like, it okay it, good let it slide until okay good yes <laughs> i agree <laughs> <laughs> okay, what good. you said but we're gonna we'll okay, talk good. about it we'll talk about it in a few minutes um all right so it was so dumb <laughs> <laughs> it was so dumb it was so dumb <laughs> not <laughs> not a single character's motivations made sense not at all the continuity made no sense nope like the reason that the way that any of them ended up there, like no one made a single choice in this entire film that made sense to me. Like, okay, I'm sorry. So we have, let's talk about it. We have Mm -hmm. a group of four, like young 20 somethings, maybe, maybe 20 somethings. I like, I feel like they're like, one is a teenager. The rest of them are in their early twenties. The rest of them are in their early twenties. Yeah, like the the three of them are adults, and then they have the one teenager. Right. Um. um and they decide to buy a town. <laughs> they decide to buy a town, a ghost town in the middle of fucking nowhere, Texas, and this like they think that this is a great investment opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna st- restart this town, um, and we're gonna start off with a restaurant. Yeah. That's it. And we have a we have a weird, like weird, really old looking tour bus full of investors. Yes. Coming the day that we arrive. Like we're not taking any time to set anything up. It's just like they are no. there an hour after we are. Mm-hmm. To buy other buildings, to make other stupid gentrified type of like literally no one says I'm gonna open a grocery store. No, who needs that? Or a hotel. Like, you is don't it supposed need... to be a resort? Like, 
that kind of makes sense, I guess. Would be the that would be the only scenario in which that makes sense is if they're going to turn it into like a almost like a theme park, right? Like a like a resort. Right. Like you come and you stay and you like have this charming old town. But like it's not that charming. It's in the middle of the desert and it's like falling apart. Exactly. I'm like, what are you going to do? You bought it for you probably bought it for all the money you have. I don't know. Maybe not. You do have a Tesla. Good for you. But oh my god, um, the Tesla though. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? What is happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, and they're just like, okay, you just—you bought a town. You bought a town. So you bought a town. Did you so buy it on Instagram? <laughs> Probably one of those ads. Harlow, right. Texas. So that's that's the first thing that doesn't make any sense. Like their motivations for being there make no sense. Um, for uh-huh. some reason, so it's it's. Uh, a man named Dante, mm-hmm. his fiance Ruth, which I got that name off of IMDb. I'm not sure they ever say her name in the film. Maybe I just missed it. Uh, I don't know. If they did say it, I completely forgot it right? immediately. I had to look up what her name was. And I know that like in mm-hmm. the, you know, in like the subtitles, he, she was just referred to as Dante's partner. <laughs> you had subtitles on. <laughs> yep. Um, and then Melody and her sister, Lila. Now, Dante and Melody are chefs, and they are sort of spearheading this venture. The other two are just kind of along for mm-hmm. the ride. Lila is a school shooting survivor. That's never really, like, why that's relevant, I don't know. Like, why that character had to be a school shooting survivor doesn't really right. make much sense. It would make a lot more sense if, you know... Leatherface used a gun, which he does not. Nope. And like, there's this sure whole does not. There's this whole thing about like it's just the the message of this movie is is just also just wildly all over the place. <laughs> They're like, we want to talk about gun violence, but we're gonna make the person that was traumatized by a gun hold a gun and and shoot it several times. Yeah, and that's supposed to be like several empowering, times. like. Right. Don't think that's how that works, actually. No. Um, and and I wouldn't even call that not a, a spoiler, even though it technically is, because you know. Oh yeah, like as soon as as soon as she's like scrolling through her Instagram, full of full of like anti-gun. Oh yeah, um, I'm like this bitch gonna shoot a gun, right? Like she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna shoot somebody. Like. Yep. Hmm. Um. Mm-mm. So the other thing, and and I guess this maybe is a bit of a spoiler, but, like, you do know right away. I mean, obviously, it's a fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. He's going to show up at some point. Right. In 1974, when the original movie came out, Leatherface was a grown man. Yes. He was a grown man. And -hmm. then there were sequels in which he grew even older. And apparently, at some point, he made his way to... An orphanage <laughs> where he was taken in by a woman who runs an orphanage. Not like a group home, not a homeless shelter, not like a mental health facility, not even like a, no, an honest to God for children orphanage. And there's a picture on the wall that makes it look like he's standing there as a teenager, but his face is all like scratched out. Right. Not looking like a grown man. But was very much a grown man in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, 
in mm-hmm. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> like, lifted, lifted other grown men clear off their feet. Like, was giant. Right. So, like, let's say, like, what for, you... for the sake of argument, if he was, like, 18 in 1974, he would be, like, 66 today. Right? Yes. And I think that's the youngest he could have been in the original movie. Was, like, 18 or 19 years old. Yeah. Because I, I know, it was like, obviously it was his brother, you know, in mm-hmm. the original one that was with him that died. So... I would expect them to be a similar age. Right. And that um, guy was like, that guy seemed somewhere between like 18 and 22. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, that makes sense. How did he get to an orphanage? That is never explained. You don't know where this woman came from. You don't know how she took him in. You don't know why the fuck she hid his chainsaw instead of just getting rid of it. You don't know. <laughs> and again, this movie's tight. Actually, this is hilarious. It has the same runtime as the original. I don't know if they did yeah. that on purpose, but it's funny. <laughs> they had to have. They, they had, had to, to have. have, right? But like a five-minute flashback scene explaining how the fuck he got there. Yeah, like something. Give something. Us something. Give us some sort of basis for the reason behind all of this happening <laughs> and how. And I didn't even realize. See, here's the funny part. You said like... I thought, and that's, and I was going to ask you about it. I didn't even realize that this woman like just took him in. I don't know if I just like zonked out when I was watching this, uh-huh. but I had no way. I was like, I just didn't know. I'm like, who is this woman? Right. <laughs> <laughs> who is this woman? And why is he with her? Right. And why does, why it. is he so invested in her? Right. Like, well, because. Why is he so invested how in they her? Made, right. Because I thought that, uh, that it was more of a. Like, it used to be an orphanage, and then she happened to buy the place after it stopped being an orphanage because it was run down. Like. So, she does specifically talk about running the orphanage as an orphanage. Okay. At, at one I, and she ref- I missed it. She refers to him <laughs> as the last of her boys. Okay. Who needs special care. And it was at that right. point, like, as soon as she said that sentence, I was like, okay, well, that's Leatherface, but what the fuck is he doing there? Like, wh- how right. did he get there? And I even looked it up, because, like, I will admit that I haven't seen every single Texas Chainsaw movie, right? So I'm like, maybe right. there is continuity here, and I just don't know it. So I actually looked mm-hmm. it up, and, like, basically the internet told me that, like, there is no explanation as to why he was there. No. I don't think there's any continuity even. I think I think that this one's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original. So I thought that too. And then I was reading uh, like a quote from the either the writer or the director. I don't remember which. But they were saying that mm-hmm. like their intention wasn't to completely wipe out the previous sequels. It was kind of to like let people decide, leave it vague enough that it let people decide what, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, which of the sequels exist in this world and which don't. Right. You know, which yeah. is a little bit of a mm. cop-out. <laughs> it's, well, it's to, it's like, enough of a cop-out where it made this movie garbage. No offense, but like, okay, I don't, I don't think it's garbage, but <laughs> I'll expand. But, I, but it made in the movie, so it's so, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make <laughs> sense. Right. I mean, the biggest problem with this movie is it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. I mean, that being said, 
I kind of loved it. (laughs) Okay. So here's, here's, here's my thing. So, okay. Well, or go ahead and tell you your thing because you, you starting. I'm sorry. So no, I mean, I, I think that this one lands kind of solidly in the so bad it's good category because I was, yes, because I was like legitimately laughing. I mean, there's a scene in which there's a scene in which Leatherface snaps somebody's arm in half and then stabs them in the neck okay. with their own like ulna. And I just started laughing. I was like, oh, okay. I was now gonna I'm say because <laughs> right because I will say there are two very specific redeeming qualities about this movie. Mm-hmm. Two count them two. <laughs> One mm-hmm. is the gore, lots of it. The blood, the gore, mm-hmm. all of it, and stellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like good good kills. For sure. Gr- like, absolutely gruesome. Um, the second one is the cinematography. Yes. This movie is beautiful. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> like, it's a good-looking movie. And, like, I, I do want to thank them for giving mm-hmm. me the image of Leatherface, like, walking onto a party bus and just being yes. bathed in blue light and just standing right? there like, what's going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Um, the, the funny thing, um, that I noticed is that they still used the storm rolling in troop trope. They did. They did. (laughs) Like guys. (laughs) I know. I'm like, all right, sure. Um, (laughs) I love a direct reference to a consistent a consistent trope that's been in horror cinema from the beginning of time. But interestingly, um, was not in the original. <laughs> was not. And that's the thing. I'm like, you, okay. Every movie right. except the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. Has it. And um, this one's like, yeah, storm's rolling in. Storm rolls in a little bit late. There's already, there's already three kills by the time the storm rolls <laughs> right, in. Right, yeah, the shit has already hit the fan for sure. Right. But it hits the fan outside of the town instead of within the town. Storm's rolling into town. Right, yeah. <laughs> Leatherface is just literally coming with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just right behind him. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it just, it it just, it, it missed the mark in a lot of ways. It, it is fun. Like, I'll give you that it's fun. But there were so many times where I was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, yes. I'm sorry. And like, oh, the other thing I will give them is the ending. Oh, Yes, I will give him the ending, too. The ending with, like, the final fight went on way too long. It went on way too long. (laughs) It did. I'm like, okay, what? Are we done now? Are we done? Okay. Uh Are we done now? No, we're not. But the the chair jumper at the end. Yeah. And that was good. The homage to the original in that the final shot, and I don't think this is much of a spoiler, but the final shot is the, the, you know, final girl being driven away. Uh-huh. Just like not of her own volition, kind of. And like screaming. Right. right. Like I was like, okay, that's 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 funny. That's a good that was the thing. It's like I don't know if that was supposed to be funny, but I found it funny. <laughs> like, oh no, it was funny. <laughs> I found it funny too. Um and and I will give them I really enjoyed the really quick, like well, not blink if you miss it, because it was audio. But the real quick little homage to that camera sound mm-hmm. in all the other versions, I love that it was, what, a dumpster? Yeah. 
closing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I heard that. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that it does sound like a hinge. It does. But they also, like, they could have had, instead of, like, some weird, like, you know, shoe-in of, of the school shooting subplot, they could have just had her, mm-hmm. like, be obsessed with old cameras. And she could have been carrying around right. a Polaroid from the 70s. Right. That was the exact same camera. But, oh, my God. I mean, when Hello? he... <laughs> and then, okay, and Sally Hardesty is in the movie. Um, it is, unfortunately, you know, not Marilyn Burns, because Marilyn Burns passed right. away several years ago, which, you know, mm-hmm. is unfortunate. But, like, I love how every movie thinks trauma does exactly one thing to a woman, and that is turn her yep. into Chuck Norris. Like, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is not this is not the only movie that that has done this, right? Oh, not at all. <laughs> no, it's a very consistent thing. And it's a very consistent lately, in particular. Yes, because they keep rebooting mm-hmm. all of these old franchises and bringing back, you know, the original characters, and they're all mm-hmm. the same. You know, the one yeah. that isn't, and I will give I will give them this, and I mean I'll give them a lot because I liked the movie, but. The one franchise I feel that hasn't done that is Scream. You well, yeah, well, but mm, I mean, she still sorta. kind of is, but like you know, she doesn't become a cop. You know, true. You're right. You know, she's she's a mom. Right. Like, like she's she, just a mom. Right. Like she's she, a badass mom. Right, but she like she doesn't. You know, there are other there are other facets to her life and personality than what has happened to her. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And it's it sounds like, you know, this one, like, the first shot of Sally Hardesty is she's she's gutting a hog. Yeah. And I'm like, you would think that she wouldn't enjoy doing that. <laughs> like. You'd think that's the exact opposite thing she would want to do. Right. You think that, like, she would, she might go, and maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, everyone reacts to trauma differently, but not in horror movies where every single woman who... Exactly. Is exposed to violence, becomes extremely violent herself. <laughs> right. I'm like, what? <laughs> is that how that... Yeah. And they do that, to, they do that to Lila, too. It's like she's already mm-hmm. has survived this terrible violence. Right. And the way she's going to, quote unquote, overcome that is to commit acts of violence herself. Mm-hmm. When there was every opportunity for them to just get away from him. Yes. Like. Just leave. <laughs> like, there was an entire group of people. Mm-hmm. And they just let that guy walk away with the keys to all of their transport. <laughs> yep. Like, they didn't call the cops. Mind you, I'm pretty sure the cops were dead at that point. But <laughs> but they didn't even try. <laughs> like, they didn't no even... efforts. It was just, it again goes back to not a single decision made in this movie makes sense. No. None of them. And it just, it does. It, it like, it makes it hard to, like you said, it makes it hard to care about these people. Yeah. I just, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, you die, you live. Yeah. Right. Whatever. And And that's like the... You know, the the film almost makes Leatherface sympathetic at first, right? Because of the whole yes. thing with the old lady. And 
you know, and like the guilt felt by the one girl and it kind of like it kind of has this sheen of like, oh, these 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 stupid, you know, these stupid like millennial slash Gen Z's, however old they are, um, mm-hmm. have it have this coming. Right. Like and it's like, right. There's like a st- there's like a strange moment with a Confederate flag in there where like. <laughs> and I'm just like. What's exactly the message we're going here? The 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 contractor slash mechanic guy, like the just the dude, the like dime store Luke, the the um, dime store Luke Perry dude, was. That's why they have him made up. Um, and they do. He mentioned feral hogs at one point of like why he needed a gun, and I'm like, is that? literally a reference to like that viral post about the 30 to 50 feral hogs coming into somebody's backyard and that's why they need a gun like did they literally write a meme into this movie honestly probably yes (laughs) but you know and and just like the i don't know i don't know it was just like if they would have just made the characters likable i could even skip over the plot being really thin right because like, it's the, a slasher the, it's a slasher the plot's not going to be complex, exactly but the, i think that's actually they were trying to add complexity to the plot uh-huh and they failed but anyway i'm sorry i interrupted you what were you gonna say no no but that's you're right like they tried adding complexity while keeping the runtime at 80 minutes 88 whatever 83 uh, I <laughs> 83 yeah. yeah um real tight under 90 minutes and just like yeah like no which <laughs> let me be clear i'm not against not every movie has to be a th- you know a two and a half hour a24 like psychodrama no right like no mm-hmm. slashers do better when they are short <laughs> because there's right. only so much you can sustain there's only so long you can sustain that energy right but like just like, just be like, well, here's the what's happened in the last 50 years, and it doesn't make sense, but we're not going to explain it. And just ready, set, go. Like, here we are. I. Oh. Oh, I love it. I don't know. I, I would say. If anything, I I definitely agree. Like, it was definitely entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not mad that I watched it. No, me neither. And I, I was entertained. I'm just not sure I was entertained at the points that they wanted me to be entertained. Uh-huh. Like, there was, there was no... I feel like they were trying to build some emotional stakes, and it just fell completely flat. Like, there was no emotional yes. stakes whatsoever. Like, I mm-hmm. laughed. The, the sort of final death of the film, which should have been, like, heart-wrenching, mm-hmm. I, just, I just laughed, right? Like, because it was such sort, sort <laughs> yeah. of, like, a goofy setup, right? Like... Oh, yeah. And, you know... Um, Yeah, yeah, missed the mark. Needed needed a few more yeah. minutes to like. If they were gonna try to have an actual plot, they should have taken a, a few more minutes to develop it. <laughs> right, give a backstory. Like, 
my thing, like, and I know, I know that, like you mentioned, they they weren't, they were trying to not, um, uh, say whether this movie's, or the, the sequels played mm-hmm. into this or not. Like, they, you know, but, like, still, can you give us a backstory about their, about his family, maybe, a yes. little bit more? Because here is the thing about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and all of these subsequent sequels. He very much has a family. Yeah. Like, where'd they go? This is why, like, the thing that makes the least sense is that he ends up in an orphanage because this is literally a film about a family. Like, Mm -hmm. an entire family. And, like, one of them gets killed at the end of the original, but then I think in sequels they add another random brother to, like, bulk up the cast again, right? Like, right. Like, oh, surprise, he has a second brother, right? Like, (laughs) it's just. Where'd he go? This is very much a man who had a family. What happened to the family? Tell us what happened to them. So basically that's their excuse for not doing anything about their family is, well, the sequels may not be playing a part into it. Okay. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Like, that's not how that works. Plot. I, right. That's not how that works. You need to tell me. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. That's not my job. That's your job. I can't. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Filmmaker. I can't make it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is not fan fiction. This is not written by Sean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sean and Katie. No, no. <laughs> no. This is this is a multi-million dollar picture on a major streaming service. This is not. This should be. It, it, this should be better. Yes. Um, <sighs> but it is gorgeous. I, I will, it I is will gorgeous. give them that. It is gorgeous. And and the the kills are good. And it is, it is again, entertaining. I'm not sure in the way that they wanted it to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was uh, intended to be as kind of funny as it was. Um, I will say... Um, that this is the director's the the uh, so it was directed by David Blue Garcia. Mm-hmm. This is his second film he's directed. Okay. Um. So, you know, it's <laughs> it's a big feat for him to take on. Well, and the issue isn't really in the directing. The in- the issues in the writing. Did he write it? No, you want to know who did the story? Who? Fede Alvarez. What? Fede Alvarez. Or Fede Alvarez. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm like, that really? That like you phoned it in, friend. Like, yeah. It's like, it should be better. Yes, again, I'm like, dude. It's, you it's, did Evil Dead. You did Don't Breathe. What? Yeah. <laughs> huh? You did this? Like, sir, you remade a classic horror movie yourself and did a damn good job of it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, or, um, Evil. Uh, Evil Dead. Sorry, my brain was like, don't breathe, don't breathe, don't breathe. No, that's, <laughs> like, a, no, that's that an OG. That's original. It's original. Um, like, Evil Dead was a damn good horror movie. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this is also written by him is just baffling 
Well, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's trying to do, it's trying to do too much and then not doing enough at the same time. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just dumb. Like, I just, I, I just, I was just laughing as, I really was laughing as the credits rolled. Just like, that was yeah so stupid. Yep. But I also kind of loved it. Yeah. So, Katie, what would you uh, what would you give this on our uh, zero to six and a half? Was it zero to six and a half? Yeah, is that so. it? Okay, good. Screams. Yes. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two and a half. Okay. Uh, for the effects, mm-hmm. the camera work, and the fact that I had a good time. Yeah, I yeah, that was realistically same. I was I was gonna actually I'll say uh, two and a quarter, two and a quarter, <laughs> two and a quarter, <laughs> two and a because <laughs> <laughs> it just about sucked the life out of me a little bit, but <laughs> right, <laughs> but it was still as you said definitely a it was a good time. It was beautiful. It, all of it in that aspect was great but I, I i don't i don't feel like i want that 83 minutes of my life back right no like i'm like okay that's fine i'm glad i watched it but you know mm-hmm. it just it doesn't and i mean this is this is often the case with these things is it, it does not do justice to mm-hmm. you know a franchise this legendary and right right Yeah. Yeah. Opportunity. Opportunity missed. Mm-hmm. They could go in and make a sequel. They I would could. I would I would love them to make a sequel actually. And maybe explain And give me things. history. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Here's what you need to know. <laughs> That's the full the rest title. of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because we dropped you in the middle <laughs> yep. of the story. Yeah. Um, I was going to say. But yeah, you know, I say, I say, I still recommend watching it. I say, you know, grab a beer and like a buddy and, and just like, you know, watch it and make fun of it. And it'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it for our review of Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Join us next week when we discuss... Uh, the Town That Dreaded Sundown. Yeah. Both the 1976 version and the 2014 version. We're just going to smash them together. Yep. For you. I'm going to do a little extended cut of both. Right. We've, we've accidentally turned this month into like Texas month. So. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to just continue that theme. I'm on board with it. I mean, yeah. We love a good, we love a good Texas theme. It's going to be fun. And maybe by the end of, maybe by the end of the episode, we'll have decided whether or not that guy was the Zodiac. (laughs) Uh It's a theory. Mm -hmm. Um, Until then, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. We have an Instagram at FN Frights Podcast. We have a Twitter at FN Frights Pod. We have a website, FN Frights Podcast.com. 
Um, we will be releasing a new video uh, at the end of this month uh, on our YouTube channel. So if you want to go catch up on those, you can just search Friday Night Frights on YouTube and we should pop up. Same thing with Facebook, just search Friday Night Frights and we'll pop up there as well. Uh, if you want to contact us directly, you can scream at us at our email, scream at fnfrightspodcast.com. And then there is our Patreon, The Fright Club. And Sean? Yes, Katie? What's the first rule of Fright Club? Uh, the first rule of Fright Club is don't get into property disputes with serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid life rule in general. Yeah. Especially yeah, like, leave. you know, especially like fiercely territorial serial killers mm-hmm. who i suppose a secondary like a like a bullet point below that rule could be like if you do happen to be harboring a serial killer um throw away his weapon of choice uh yeah yeah Just yeah, don't yeah. One um, anywhere that he could ever access it at all ever no no you know these we don't two need things any are chainsaws. related <laughs> yeah when you when you watch the film you'll see that those two things are actually related Yes, they are. So, <laughs> yeah, just don't, just don't. If, you know, if somebody seems real spooky and you're trying to kick them out of their house, just just go ahead and, and just back away. Just moonwalk right <laughs> out of there and uh, let the proper authorities handle it. Exactly. And that's exactly what you should do, especially as uh, children, basically, right. is to let the proper authorities handle it. <laughs> Someone doesn't want to leave their house? Cool. You're not a police officer. Yeah, you cannot make them leave. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very difficult. No, no. We hope you enjoyed this Friday night bite. Join us next week for the big fright. But until then, sleep tight.